Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules here in the Dream Factory are very simple. You, the listener, send us movie ideas and we can discuss as many as we like, but only one can be taken through to the next stage where it'll exist forever in this Christmas to New Year's limbo. Is anything real? <laughs> Does anything matter? John, what day is it? What time is it? Who am I anymore? Am I more quality street than man? I'm Joel, a man who puts the peri-peri into, it's kind of the perineum of the year. And across from me is John <laughs> Harris, a man who always dedicates these few days each year to getting into his shed and working on his steam-powered time machine hello john hello yeah i mean it's tuesday is the answer uh if you're listening the day this comes out but i only know that because i scheduled it yeah and it, we're recording it. it it's a little secret listener christmas hasn't even happened yet i know joel's still got a tree up behind him although some people would say you you should you know you can keep your tree up some people are like boxing day down i would say boxing day keep the decorations but I start getting twitchy feet on the 27th. I start thinking. Oh, really? Yeah. On the 27th, I, I kind of spend four or five days thinking about Joel 2.0 in the new year. And mm. the Christmas decorations aren't part. They're the old Joel, you know? I see. Well, yeah. if you're my father, it's a, he's a real stickler for the 12 days of Christmas. So you're allowed to keep them up to the 6th of January. No, so I, no I'm, not, I'm not lazy like your dad. Um, and <laughs> uh, is it, this part of the year is really interesting. So we should say on this episode, we're not doing Christmas movies. But there is a weird, at some point, there isn't like a hard stop to the Christmas songs and the Christmas films, right? Because no. I'm pretty sure even on telly at this time of year, there's still some movies that kind of have a Christmas bent or like there's Christmas specials of TV shows still going out. It's a confusing time. A hundred percent. We've not done Christmas fi films on this episode, but you're right. Like we're still sort of in that Christmas zone where, you know, some people complain of being confused what day it is and all that jazz. But I think it's one of the best times of the year. Just enjoy it. Wallow. Just wallow. Absolute wallow. Hey, John, the yes. people listening, they're wallowing. They want some movie ideas. Give us a movie idea. This one comes from Stu. Bobbies, Bobbies, Bobbies. A load of young adults go to a Halloween party dressed as police and do drugs before realising that one of them is actually a cop and trying to figure out who it is before they all get in trouble. It's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Am I yep. really stupid for not knowing what that's a part? Is that a pun? Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. It's a, like a horror film. I've never seen Pete. it. 
with Pete Davidson that came out this year. Apparently, it's very good. Ah, um, okay, cool. So it may be. Hey, look, as we said, we're recording the past. Maybe by the time this comes out, Joel will have seen it. We so I don't know. It might be one of the Christmas films that I've enjoyed. So is it <laughs> is is he an undercover police officer? Did it say that? Yeah. Well, it's just re- realizing one of them is actually a police officer. But that that's what I think it is. Is like one of them is an undercover police officer who's gone to infiltrate, you know, like Twenty One Drum Street, gone to infiltrate mm-hmm. these high schoolers, and then yeah, just as the party goes on, there must be something. Maybe they realize his his costume is a bit too realistic. Yes, <gasps> that's good. They check the like the number on his on his butt because they're not yeah their badges have got like 911 or 69 they're like hilarious badge numbers and his is just pretty straight up that's good someone grabs a kitchen knife and rams it into his chest and the stab proof vest is actually legit well that's lucky i'd say (laughs) it's pretty lucky they're pretty at that point they're pretty confident and also we should say (laughs) they're probably getting progressively more drunk and so their action will become more radical in order to prove Uh, the guy so they're getting more it's drunk, all, or maybe they maybe they're all tripping. But the police officer oh. doesn't take the magic mushrooms because he's on the clock. Oh, he does the classic like throws it over. Yeah, shoulder. yeah, yeah. I like and yeah, it's, uh, yeah. You're right. So he they, he gets stabbed by someone when they realise it's almost like that's the moment they out him as yeah, well. Yeah. We know that you're a police officer. Then I like that. Yeah, I think that's good. Uh, what's the moral? Like, what? How does this sort of shake out? Yeah, Who's I, the hero? I don't think there is a hero. John, Ooh, I think murky. it's just. I think actually, I think the kids that just want to have a good time—they're the heroes. Oh. Really, the police officer realizes that the undercover operation is a complete waste of time because it's just kids trying to have some fun. He gets off his nut on space game. Yes, yes. Perfect. Uh, perfect. Credits. What about this one from Josh? The world is hot enough. James Bond is entrusted with the responsibility of protecting the daughter of an oil tycoon. While on his mission, he learns about global warming and realises the world would be better off without the girl's father altogether, changing his target and protecting the planet. So Bond turned hitman. Listen, I, yeah. I like the idea of a switcheroo halfway through where, you know, the hunter becomes the hunted or vice versa. Well, so this is also sort of a callback to a few weeks ago when I can't remember what it was. This is the one where our listener Martin just copied and pasted a plot synopsis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't believe that there is a plot where Bond protects an oil barrel. So basically what what um, Josh has done here is is take our complaints about the original plot and make it much better whilst facilitating for a pun. I mean, it's potentially one of the the strongest ideas we've ever had. It's and incredibly collaborative across the listeners. You have, yeah. to, you have to respect that. Um, Martin, Josh... It's a love affair. It's a beautiful... Oh, and that's so nice at Christmas. All you want at Christmas is someone to cuddle. Exactly. Love actually is all around us. And, <laughs> and uh, so he goes after the oil tycoon. That's really fun. I don't know how he kind of justifies it to the daughter he's protecting. The daughter kind of... He, he, goes, sort, he sort of says to the daughter, look, I'm sorry about this, but I am going to have to kill your dad. <laughs> Do, well, we can go down that road or we could just, you know, it doesn't have to be a full on hit job. Maybe it's just like a sort of take him down. Mm, I reckon. No, I reckon. I reckon they end up having a fight on top of a wind turbine. That's what would happen, right? Fine. And Bond would push him into the blades. And what would he say? <coughs> He'd have a line, wouldn't he? When he, it'd be like, "Who's your biggest fan now?" Or something like that. Uh, or, yeah. It, don't you think? Wouldn't it be like something like that? Spin on yeah, this. Spin, <laughs> spin on this. <laughs> uh, I hope you're renewable. Mm, not happy about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think I think in the interest of sort of like making it broadly acceptable, because I think, you know, I'm not a fan of oil barons per se, mm-hmm, but I mm-hmm. don't necessarily know whether the general public are going to be like, 
it's okay to kill oil barons because of their job, right? So I think he needs to be sort of cooking the books and lying about how much CO2 the emissions are making. You know, like yeah. it, he is causing the next like the next global warming catastrophe single-handedly because of how bad this practice well, is. John, what you don't realise is there's actually been a huge mix-up. And yes, the oh, man no. is an oil tycoon, but he's actually an olive oil tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> and the daughter's very young and she's just very confused. <laughs> She says he makes his money in oil, and Bond's like, "Oh fuck!" I was confused as to as to how your uh, your dis- your refinery was in Italy. <laughs> I didn't realise there was so so much oil in Italy. Um, oh, I love that. There you go. That's good fun. Hey, John, how about another film idea from you via a listener? I've got Martin again. Martin, uh, you know, gold star. Uh, we, we're not going to say it every week, Martin, but just know. Gold Star. He's he's sent so many, so I'll just chuck, chuck a couple at you and see what you th- like. The Hateful Eight Mile or Con Man the Barbarian. What do you oh, like? Oh, do I like The Hateful Eight Mile or is there more mileage in Con Man the Barbarian? Something quite interesting about Arnie as Con Man, because Con Men are supposed to be sort of every men that sort of blend in, you know, they're charming, sure, mm. but they need to be quite forgettable, I guess. You'd know if Arnie was trying to pull a fast one on you, right? Yeah, and it's sort of what well, I think. What's interesting about Command the Barbarian as well is that you. What era are we talking? Middle Ages. You don't yeah. get much. You don't get stories about con men from the Middle Ages. It's not like there's not a mm. lot of that going around. Maybe, maybe in your sort of Game of Thrones, the extended world, there probably is a lot of that actually going on. But I still think the idea of him sort of going around to these sort of pre-Roman towns, conning people. Yeah, out nice. Of, that is good. He's got this godly physique that's just been given to him. This sort of goes back to Jingle All the Way and uh, Way and Scroobius Pip's contribution to that is that he's going around these towns and he's like, if you buy this powder, you will get a physique like mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, nice. That's what it is. That's it's just good. it's just corn flour or something. Yeah, Conan is selling like a program, a diet plan to the Romans. He's like the Joe Wicks of the of the of the. Medieval he's the, times. Well, he's the liver king of the medieval times because Joe Wicks oh, yeah. is straight up legit. I can only apologise, yeah. I was saying um, that in terms of the fact he's selling a programme. selling a programme. I get it, I get con. it. And, and the Hateful Eight Mile, that's just cowboys rapping. That's the Wild Wild West. We've we've had that. He doesn't really rap in Wild Wild West. No, the, and as far as I he remember. just wrote the song for the film. Mm. Is that right? Yep. Same, similar sort of vibe to Men in Black. It would be good if in a very write the theme tune, sing the theme tune way, for every film that Will Smith's been in, he wrote a rap song for the credits. That is, that would be phenomenal. If that was, that, he's such a big movie star, I wonder which film would eventually have been the one where they're like, no. Imagine doing like, one of the, Emancipation ha- at the minute, which is about slavery, I believe. Which yep. I think probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Pursuit which, of Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness would be really funny, just over the credits with a big, big rap number. I'm going to quickly, I'm going to quickly, John, look up the Will Smith filmography. I reckon, I mean, Aladdin, he probably does rap. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I'm fairly confident that uh, the comedian Demi Adedribe Mm -hmm, has mm -hmm. done a bit. Well, I know that he did Will Smith raps at the end of Get Out. So there's like the credits of Get Out, but Will Smith's rapping. But I'm fairly confident he's done them for for, for something like The Pursuit of Happiness. Or is it called Eight Pounds? Is that one? Seven Pounds. Eight Pounds is the sequel. (laughs) Um, I uh, okay fair enough well he's probably done that bit much better than me so let's move on here's this one (laughs) wait no 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 I want to know what like sort of actor nowadays would you like to do be doing that Will Smith thing like Uh, the obvious one is sort of the theme yeah The Rock is sort of the equivalent right now of this sort of powerhouse Hollywood machine Uh, Chalamet 
Joel, I, I hate to break it to you, but and listeners, I, maybe I'll post this from the Dream Factory account if I can remember. But you know, we're we'll, we'll, we're all in the midst of a sort of post Christmas Day uh, haze, so I, I can't guarantee anything. Timothy Ch- Chalamet started off as a rapper as a young teenager. Did I thought I knew that he did like? Did he review Xbox controllers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's th- and this is the thing. I, I think this is a really interesting thing. Is like Timothy Chalamet is young enough that all the embarrassing things that he did as a teenager are just there to yeah, be consumed. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I'm sure Harrison Ford collected stamps. Raps. Right, okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, but because he he just appeared as this, you know, sexy man in his 30s in films, you don't know about the embarrassing stuff he's yeah, doing yeah, before. Yeah. That's true. T- Chalamet, he was a rapper and yeah, he painted and reviewed uh, games console controllers. Oh, wow. That is a... Uh... That's a shame. So Chalamet was a rapper. Have you got have you got some of those raps you can post on our socials? What, some of the Chalamet raps? Yeah. I would also, yeah. I'd really like Tom Cruise to rap over the credits of Mission Impossible. Have you seen that nine minute video of them showing the big stunt? Yeah. So it looks great. Look, obviously incredible filmmaking, incredible skills, unbelievable amount of training. I'd need to know the context in the film as to why there is a big old ramp going up to the side of a cliff. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. Is yeah. that... Is that going to be explained or are they going to CG that out? And he's just, he's actually just flying off a right. mountain. Yeah. Oh, I like the idea more that they're like, we're building a train we track and it's not finished yet. <laughs> uh, it, those films are great. Oh yeah. Now we're talking about this, this, this era, this time of the year. That is absolutely in my watch list because I have still not seen Top Gun Maverick and that's absolutely. Yeah. I haven't be. seen Top Gun Maverick. I sort of thought, who cares? And then everyone cares. Exactly. So. Now it's on Paramount Plus, uh, and as we've described, I seem to have a subscription to everything. So uh, funny, John is bankrupting himself. Like, I can see bailiffs in the background lifting John's furniture away, but he's refusing wa- to cancel his Peacock subscription. <laughs> I I had three months of Paramount Plus. I've never watched a thing, and it goes out of date at the end of the week. However, Top Gun Maverick just appeared on there, so nice. I will get one thing out. It's of it. your Top Gun Maverick subscription service. <laughs> um, hey, how about this one from Comrade Tiki? 20,000 leagues of their own. A database error causes each pro baseball player to exist in a unique league named after them. A former team captain, Nemo, refused to provide his name during registration, assigning him no league. So he's the only one allowed to play against the others. Right. So every single player is in their own league. Like, I don't really know how that works. I don't know how, how you start <laughs> supporting one of them. They can't play any professional fixtures <laughs> apart, apart from, from Nemo, <laughs> who wasn't registered. And he can play. So, so he can play in 20,000 different leagues. What would be hilarious if this is the story of how Nemo has lost 19,999 games <laughs> and there's one opponent left. Right. Let's bring this into football because we're not baseball boys. Would you watch the Messi League if it was just... He can't, Lionel well, what's Messi he doing? Just scoring out. goals on an empty pitch? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I would watch it, John. But if there was some fella <laughs> called Nemo that Messi could take on, I would watch it. <laughs> if it's just some guy making making up the numbers and he has to play the 20, 000, the 19,999 best players in the world i would watch that joel i feel like you've told me this before so apologies and hopefully you know what i'm referencing is there a video online of like 99 children against one professional football? yeah they're playing i think it's against neymar it, <laughs> it's um it's like quite a hypnotic japanese tv show I, when when i went on holiday to japan there was a very similar thing happening i think it was neymar again and he just stood in like a all-weather five-a-side pitch he looks fucking knackered because obviously he's just been flown to be do some promotional stuff in Japan mid, <laughs> midway through the season like he's just eyes are just completely glazed over Neymar clearly doesn't speak any Japanese the people on set probably speak none if any Portuguese and so he 
he stands there and they bring out like 10 different kids and there's a challenge where he has to kick hit targets on a wall and he's really bad at it probably because he's had five minutes sleep on a plane while these kids are like running around him like grabbing his legs trying to stop him doing the thing it's great and yeah there's another one where he plays on a pitch against a hundred children and they're just swarming <laughs> you know it's just ridiculous it's just obviously it doesn't it doesn't what does it prove anything it doesn't prove that a hundred children are better at football than Neymar what's he supposed to do it's so good and I also it saw might- you know that thing that went on that went viral it was like a Japanese game show where they're all climbing up what looks like a staircase made of butter. No. Oh, it's absolutely phenomenal. So they're just slipping and sliding the whole damn time. Um, I saw that happen live on TV. And then I saw a children's wow. show about a backpack that comes to life and wraps. It's phenomenal I, telly. If you turn on Japanese telly, there's something going on any minute of the day. There's something for everyone. You say that, you know, not necessarily 100 children is better than Neymar. However, if in the World Cup final, a last minute substitution had been 100 children, Gosh. you would have loved it. I, I would have absolutely loved it. If if both teams have the option to bring on 100 children, but they have to replace their team and they can do it at any point, it's a real battle of, it's a real game of chicken. Because you're when do you pull the 100 children card? If you're 1-0 up, maybe that's a good time to pull the 100 children card because... It's going to be very difficult for the other team to score. But if they do score and equalise, you're in trouble trying to score a goal with 100 children. And if it goes to penalties, Lord help you, because you've just got 100 kids and they're just going to be taking the worst penalties known to man. Uh, I think it's an interesting... I think you should pitch it to FIFA. I think they've considered much worse. Each 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 team can bring on 100 children at any point. Basically, the year is 2050. The numbers of people consuming football is dwindling. FIFA, in a desperate attempt to get the viewers back, they bring in the child card. Brilliant. Imagine 100 kids changing out of their training tops on the sideline, <laughs> filling on their shirt. I don't really know what the assistant referee would do with the board. I don't know what that would say. Uh, I'm into it. I'm into it. Bring on 100 so the, kids. The, the, the board is like, it's really basic lights. It's like almost like a calculator, right? With yeah. just num- number. It's like all of the, all of the, the, the lights are just flashing. <laughs> <laughs> and the stadium's like, shit. <laughs> they're losing they're their fucking it. mind. They're, they're out of their seats. They're screaming. Yeah, okay. I'm sold. I love it. It's a great idea. Um, Speaking of great ideas, here's a movie idea from Nathan. Contact. A guy decides to switch from glasses to contact lenses. Aliens arrive, but nobody believes him. Turns out the contact lenses help him see the aliens. So only he can see the aliens. It's a little bit John Carpenter's They Live, I believe, which is the... You might might not see the film, but there's you've seen the sequence where it's like yeah, yeah the guy's yeah. putting on the glasses and it just says consume on all the billboards, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sort of like that vibe. But he can see aliens. Yeah. So, are these aliens doing anything to people? Like a weird, like unexplained things happening, and everyone's like, oh, "Well, we can't see. Like we don't know what's happening." They're well, I think cheeky. it's no. I think they're people. They're disguised oh. as people, and he pops the contacts in, and he can see which people are aliens. But how can he convince anyone they're aliens? Well, now we've gone from. John Carpenter's They Live to Marvel's Secret Invasion, where mm-hmm. there are scrolls living among human beings, which is a TV show that's going to come out next year. What does he do? How does he convince? Yeah. And because obviously all these aliens have positions in high, in high governments and stuff. So they, they just sort of turn the media against them and silence him. Yeah. What I'm scared about saying here, Joel, is I'm scared that we're accidentally tipping, trip, tiptoeing into like David Icke territory and becoming a conspiracy theory podcast. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Hey, John, have you got any other movie ideas? Do you want to do our own ideas? Where, where are we at here? I can't tell. Much like the time and date at this point of the year, I don't know where I am in this podcast right now. Listener, tell us what chocolates are left in your tub. 
I'm imagining eclairs. Oh, I love bounties. an eclair. I love oh. a bounty. Right. What's Joel? Joel is a man famously who's not sort of ever displeased by any food, really ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Joel sort of likes everything. So I'm intrigued when given the option, what is the last thing that you're going to go for in a, in a, oh, in man, a sort of variety Oh man, that's such a good question. I can't, I think it changes. I don't think it's ever, uh, I don't think it's set. I would never eat them in a set order because I just enjoy mm. all flavors the same. But God. I really love, outlook. I really love a toffee penny. I just want to challenge myself. A toffee penny, I think any I'm, partner or anyone you're sharing a box with is going to love you if you're liking the bounties, the eclairs and the toffee pennies. Because I think I'm famously, people, I'm a people pleaser. I actually think, John, at a very young age, I observed the least popular chocolates, and what I used to do is I would also avoid them, but secretly thinking <laughs> at the end, win, win, win. I'm going to clean these bad boys up. Oh, just ten bounties left, is it? Oh, all right, and then I'd <laughs> scuttle off to my bedroom and eat them in five seconds. I would probably leave, if pushed from a quality street, I'd probably leave the orange cream to the end. Okay. But, but I still love no, it. That's fair. That's not to yeah. say I dislike the orange cream. No, no, absolutely not. No, no. That's where I'm at with it. Uh, so yeah, let us know what chocolates are in your tub and I'll happily come around and eat them. Just send me um, your address and the times you'll be in. No matter where you are in the UK or abroad, I will come and eat your leftover chocolates. Do they have like, in America, is there like a quality street equivalent? A selection box of chocs? That's so, that's... Not to my knowledge, but I have never been do in they have, around the holidays. Do they have this Quality Street stuff. in America? Hmm. Most popular with Quality Street. It's available for delivery worldwide. John, we're going to have to wrap this podcast pretty soon because I'm going to read a long read on Cosmopolitan entitled, Here's What Happened When an American Tried Quality Street for the First Time. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Oh, uh, what? I misread that title and I thought it said, here's what happened when they tried to introduce Quality Street to America. And I thought it was going to be like, they lost their fucking minds. But now I'm bored if it's just some person eating it. It's just one person. Eating it's like a fudge. Yeah, who cares? American tries, UK can. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Right, I've got one more from a listener and then we'll move on to our own. What about this one from Mike? House of Goo Cheesecake. Goo Cheesecake. Another delicious treat. Oh, I really like... Do you like a goo pudding? 
Yeah. There, there's something... I don't know what's going on over at Goo Towers, but maybe this is me being naive, but they're always on offer. They're always £2.50, reduced from £4. Now, John, were they ever intended to be £4? Is that the question? Because I'm not going to spend £4 on a goo pudding. No, well... I'm just not. Yeah, I think I'd have to be feeling very spenny to do that. I think they alternate the the products. It's almost like one week it'll be like the... The Zillionaire cheesecake, sure, Yeah, 2. and then the next it'll just be like the lime sort of key lime pie thing so like they alternate around but yeah they're all delicious and yeah you're right at least one is on a deal there are definitely certain products in my life that i will only consume if they're on a deal and a goo pudding is but, i reckon a goo pudding is the art is like the number one example of that what else yeah, is there? what else right. you, what else is the you're only getting on a deal well i think supermarkets not, not subscription always- services i'll tell you that much <laughs> that's not true i get them on the deal and then i'm stuck with them for a year a year afterwards <laughs> I'd say I don't think I've ever bought a squash at full price. There's always at least one squash in the supermarket that's on a deal. Oh, so you're not loyal to a squash brand. No. This feels very much like the post-music chat. I feel like we should hold this. Okay, fine. So, what, right, House Gucci, a big sort of, there's an infiltration in the house, in the Gucci mm-hmm. world that sort of changes the entire leadership from this traditional sort of um, ownership yeah. to the Someone the, comes the, in and revolutionises pudding recipes. Perfect. Everyone profits. There we go. Too many goo ramekins left. There's goo ramekins everywhere. Someone dies in a goo ramekin crush. John, here's my film idea from me. Prestige North End. The championship club sign a new number 10 who is described as quite a magician. When he arrives in the town of Preston, his magic tricks go beyond the football pitch. So we're going to find out halfway through the film that, oh, by the way, cloning is possible. Is that what happens in the Prestige? I thought they were just magicians, guys. No, there's like... David Bowie plays Nikolai Tesla and he's like, cloning birds oh, and yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. So they're cloning subs. They clone 100 children to bring off the bench midway through a game. <laughs> there we go. Now I'm on board. There you go. Uh, what, what about mine? Fantastic four in a bed. Superheroes rate each other's secret layers. That's fucking great. That might be Thank your best you. one ever. Oh. That's so good. Yeah. That's really good. Of, you sort of like, you know, straight to camera Spider-Man talking about the Fantastic Four, the Baxter building and... Stark Tower and stuff. That's Spider-Man phenomenal. would probably say they're all wonderful, though. He's Spider-Man's not... going to love them all. But like... Tony Stark would be the probably giving yeah. us the best quips to camera. 100%. John, that's brilliant. I know we have to pick a winner, John. I think yours might be the best, but are you going to pick yourself? Go I on. liked Bob. I liked Bobby's Bobby's Bobby's. Bobby's Bobby's Bobby's. I think we got a lot out of it as well. We did indeed. So thank you very much, Stu. A phenomenal suggestion. We do have to exit the room right now because coming over the hill, John, breaking through my front door is the uh, is the 1st of January to remind us that we all have to go back to normal very soon. Uh, we'll be back after this music. Well done, John. Well so, done, John. John. Yeah. You're not just a straight up company man buying Robinsons every time. You're going for a... You're happily... Or, or whoa, whoa. Is it brand or flavour? It's flavour or sort of... So sometimes the double strength stuff will be on Uh deal. Sometimes it's the single strength stuff that's on the deal. You know, because I would say Robinson sort of has a monopoly on squash as a brand. I'd I'd say it's either you're you're either getting supermarket own brand or you're getting Robinson's. Let's be fair. I don't know. I can't even think of another brand. Exactly. I'd be happy for someone else to come in and sort of... No one can afford Rabina anymore. Yeah, of course, Rabina. Yeah, Rabina is it's surprisingly spenny mm-hmm. when you can just get blackcurrant Robinsons. 
I know, I know. That's good to know. I mean, any other products that you don't buy enough? Anything else you want to tell me, John? Is there anything you've enjoyed? What's toothpaste. going on? Always you've, on you've offer. Recent, you, you've recently enjoyed toothpaste. Oh, yeah. To- <laughs> there's always a toothpaste on offer. That's so true. Yeah. I'm never paying. And again, like, so dentist recommendation for me, Sensodyne Pro Enamel. That's yeah. generally on offer. But yeah. sometimes you go in there and it's like seven quid. Mm. And so I just don't no. brush my teeth for a month. Because <laughs> the dentist didn't You're offer like, an alternative. Exactly. Uh, I've got sensitive teeth. I need to start uh, hopping on that. Pro- yeah, which you have sensitive teeth and you're using sensitive teeth stuff but then you confess to chomping on candy canes that's John, you're in trouble you, there you couldn't be more wrong i don't have sensitive teeth oh I just gotta get that enamel baby gotta get it growing back get uh, it get it get it strong there we go um, there we what, go what, where do you think you'll be right because you know secret to the listener oh we also need to talk about what's happening tomorrow but uh where we where do you think you'll be we're, we're currently recording the 21st of december where will you be when this episode comes out next Tuesday. So we're six days away. I will be, John, on my way home, back to my flat, having spent six days at my parents' home. And I'll be thinking to myself, oh no, it's the 27th. I'll still be in leftover heaven. 28th, I'll be on my way home to play loads of video games and watch TV. 27th, I'm just going to be lounging still. I'm very much in the family home still. The last of the leftovers are being eaten. I'm having a lovely time. My my stepmom's sort of gone mad this year, I think. Go on. She keeps sending messages into the family WhatsApp group that are things like, I've just made the Yorkshire puddings and put them in the freezer. I've made the gravy. Yeah, that's Jamie. I think that's Jamie for you. Jamie's been sort of... Jamie says do everything the day before. It's all been done. She's even made a fish pie for Christmas Eve. That was made about two weeks ago. Crikey. That's madness, isn't it? I mean, it's organised. Something like a fish pie, though, I think is nicer reheated anyway let all those oh, sort of flavors i don't disagree but I'm, I'm curious to know what's left to cook on christmas day <laughs> it doesn't matter joe let, let her have a day off <laughs> no of course of course I'm, I'm worried she's having too many days on at the moment john what will you be doing 27th where will you be uh 20 well so 27 i'm i'm with my partner and her family on christmas day and boxing day so the 27th will be my sort of second christmas with my Oh, love family. So yeah, it'll be very exciting. Uh, looking forward to it. How oh, are you, Jean? Joyeux, joyeux Noël, Jean. We missed you. Uh, is um, that what they say? Before we go, uh, I know this is turning into a bumper episode. We need to say that tomorrow we are going to be on the Distraction Pieces podcast. If everything goes to plan, yeah, I couldn't be more be scared, good. John. I couldn't be more scared. <laughs> um, uh, so much pressure on it being good. He two weeks ago, Scroobius Pip had as his guests Richard Herring and Adam Buxton arguably three of the most prominent podcasters in the uk uh the week after that he had ryan johnson the film director of you know star wars <laughs> knives out and the week after that he's got john and joel two idiots that he vaguely knows and probably <laughs> wishes he didn't so yeah it's a, uh, it's a uh, this, you know i would say that distraction pieces oh, what's the opposite of ending the year on a bang it's just kind of like petering out. Petering out. Um, so if you uh, if you're a big fan of Pip, or if you've never listened before, go and listen to that episode, and just let Pip know that it was the best episode of the year. Just sort of engage in a way that makes it clear that you like us. I think we, we had just say that we had good opinions, and just tell Pip if you get anyone that you've had on this year back on again, make it those two idiots talking about <laughs> TV shows for an hour. Yeah. So listen to that. Enjoy that. We'll be back next week. Uh, Happy New Year, John. Happy New Year, Joe. Happy New Year, listener. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.